Hello, this is SaskCast with Sarah and Amber. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Amber. Are you ready for this week? Did you think zero to 10? Give me the score. Um, well, first off, I just want to say I'm very excited because I have tomorrow off. Um, this is Thanksgiving week. Oh, yes. And, and as I said to Amber, I, I'm feeling like nobody's going to listen to this episode because it's oh. the week of Thanksgiving and people are busy. Well, we have a very dedicated group of listeners about, you know, a double digits. Let's just say that True. we do have double digits. And we have well, international, I mean, we have international listeners. Last year we had 18 countries represented. This year we have three. Well, just to because we made such an impression. Just to be clear, we don't know that we only have double digits. We have double digit downloads. That doesn't mean that the entire families are not gathering around their phones and listening to our show like they used to when they would listen yes, to the radio. radio. Yeah, yeah, when they didn't have TV and they sat around listening to the radio stories. By the way, I just want to say that's I, why I like podcasts so much. Okay, I was going to say something about that. I was I'm listening to a really good podcast that I highly recommend called uh, I forget. It's about uh, Lu- Lucille Ball. Yes, and it's by the makers of Turner Classic Movies. Is that the plot? The plot thickens. thickens. Yeah, yes. this is the, this season of the plot thickens. Yeah, it's all about Lucille Ball, and she started she her show I Love Lucy actually started out as a radio show. Are you kidding? No, because she did a radio show and it was very popular. And then that got turned into I Love Lucy. And then they replaced the husband with Desi. And that was very controversial because they didn't want uh, a lot of the sponsors refused to sponsor the show because he was Latino or Latin or whatever you want to say. He was Puerto Rican, wasn't he? Cuban. Cuban. And they did not think that we would believe that um, they would be married and they wouldn't sponsor the show because they were racist, obviously. Obviously. Do tell the one statistic that you told me regarding reruns oh you mean that little yeah that little story yeah. oh my gosh you guys it was so funny so i was listening to part of the episode and they were saying that um they that lucy and desi took a cut in their pay i forget if they wanted to put different lights up or something but they took a big cut in their pay they were getting paid five thousand dollars an episode and i don't know if that was each or total between the two of them but they were getting paid some it may have been just total and they took a $1,000 pay cut an episode. No, they took a per episode $1,000 they got. No, $1,000 off. Oh, got it. Instead of $5,000, they got $4,000. Okay. And in exchange, they owned the film. It was a filmed, it was filmed on actual film, which was different than it had been before. And they owned the film because the sponsors and, you know, the studio said to themselves, they literally said, why would anybody want to watch that again? Why would anybody watch an episode oh of television my, again? Can you imagine what their estate is worth? Oh my gosh. Oh, I, hope I love Lucy re- reruns. I hope they didn't sell I it. I hope the hotel. Or if they did sell it, I hope they got massive royalties. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. That's anyway, radio. Story. So that's so what we have. We'd have multiple. We could have three digit uh, listeners. Yeah. You're, you know, that's such a good point, Sarah. And I don't want to <laughs> underestimate how we bring people together. Well, yeah, like I'm guessing Margie's listening in her phone and her uh, children, three and, children about there. And that's they're four right there. And four they're people. all sitting around and she's thinking this is such a good podcast for her young children. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good influence. Yes. I think that's true. Wow. We have so <laughs> many more than I anticipated. That is why I marked the checkbox that says explicit content. Yeah. Just know. to warn people. Gosh. Yes. We I'll, I'll try to be better thinking about uh, Margie's children right now. That will last about a minute or two. Okay. So where do we start? I always do. We start out zero to 10. What did you rate it? Um, I would give it a nine. 
I gave it a nine. I thought it was super good. Um, I, I was entertained every moment. That's why I got a nine. Yeah, it was it was good. It was a solid show. It's like it's it's getting its show legs. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. All right, so who do we start with? Well, let's start with let's start with instead of a person, let's just start let's set the scene for when they're at the Vale Cuvee House at the table at the table, and they're I guess eating dinner. What were they eating? I, I don't like know. The- yeah, it, it went from this amazing dinner yeah. the night before to fend for yourself. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I mean, that seems odd. I'm sure we just missed what they were eating, but I didn't appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, so it was a full fend for yourself. I think it was a fend for yourself because they fend for themselves that night and the next morning, and then they had raclette. The, oh, right. The, yeah. Isn't it raclette? Raclette. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. yeah. So they were sitting at the table, and I love the, I, I love the quotes. Whitney, we are in danger. And then Heather, no, we don't tell the, if we don't all tell each other what we know, we are all in danger. I can't do her, yeah. her Utah accent. Danger. Danger. Like, okay, I can't do how, it. How, how are they in danger? Do you think that I once had a Utah accent and now, oh, I just said something in a Utah accent right there. What? Accent. Uh, do you think I once had it and then I got rid of it? My sister doesn't apparently have one. I don't, your sister doesn't sound like it. Every now and then mm-hmm. when she says mountain. No, she'll say something. She says mountain. Yeah, I don't know. But she certainly doesn't say swinger. I know. Okay. Anyway, so Winnie says, you know, that you could all we could all be in danger. danger. And then Heather said something to the fact that this is ground zero. Oh, I'm like, what the hell? Like, she's not gonna kill you guys. Well, I think Heather was being funny. And then Lisa, I feel so deceived. You know, I do feel like Lisa's very upset. Lisa's very upset because do you not remember the hugging scene? That was so awkward when Meredith came over, sat on the armchair, and then Lisa started crying into Meredith's yeah, breast. Like, <laughs> and, like, and and she's like hugging her, going, It's you know, it's okay, it's okay. And I'm thinking to myself, why why is Lisa so worked up? Is Lisa so worked up truly because she had this deep connection with Jen Shaw, or she has some business dealings that she's freaking the fuck out? Listen, I don't think Lisa had anything to do with Jen Shaw's business dealings, but I think that Lisa is probably thinking to herself, because I'm sure she talked to Jen about her business. And I think she's probably thinking to herself, how come I didn't figure this out before? I I think on some level, I mean, honestly. But that's why she's crying? Well, I think she's in shock. I'll be honest. I think she's in shock. Do you cry when you're in shock? I guess some people do. Like baby. I mean, what if we found out? Can I be honest? What if we found I have to stop saying that. Okay. What if we found out somebody that we were friends with, close friends, like not just somebody we knew, but yeah. somebody we were friends yeah. with, for a neighbor or somebody was committing crimes? Well, I, I I don't think I would cry into your breasts, but I don't also mm-hmm. think I never got the sense they were that good of friends. Like well, you, didn't, you certainly didn't get on television that they were that good. Do of you friends. remember last season, though, when they were in Las Vegas and Lisa was kissing up to Jen? Yes. And that I was when that. Heather was yes. on the outs with Jen because yes. she was so nasty to Heather. Yeah. I remember she batted yeah. her hand away. You know, which on, let's talk about Heather. Okay. I just want to move to Heather. Okay. So I was actually, I'm not understanding Heather's point of, oh, I'm going to stand. I mean, I get what she's saying. And she kind of analogized it to her sister as well, that she didn't talk to her sister for years and years because she was a bad Mormon. The sister was. And, and Heather was a good Mormon. And so they kind of all cut the sister out. of Yeah. They had a moral superiority. Exactly. She said that exactly. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of analogized the whole 
you need to stick by your friends no matter what. Yeah, when they're down. With that. And guess what? I just don't agree. Well, that's what Meredith said. She didn't agree when it came to victims and fraud. Yeah, I mean, that's they're not a that is not somebody that you that's not your friend. If your friend, if I to be clear, if I had a friend who was committing a committing crimes to make a living off the backs of others, there were true victims, right? And right. They, that's what they were doing. Well, we're gonna know, that. we're gonna know on November 29th when Hulu puts out the Jen Shaw documentary. Well, you know that's gonna be nonsense. We watch no, 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 they interview the victims. Oh, they do? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. November 29th. Yes. That's in only seven days. Uh, so it's thrilling. That's a week from today, you guys. Yeah. They oh did God. that same thing with God, who was it? It was an ABC. Erica Girardi. Yes, Erica Girardi. That was nonsense too. That, yeah. that wasn't anything. Okay, well, it's coming on. It's coming on. Oh. But so do you so you think Heather is being foolish by standing by her? Well, I understand Heather's point that you should stick by your friends. I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't, but I also think it's perfectly appropriate to go, oh my gosh. I am going to assume that there's got to be something to these accusations if they're uh, sending out NYPD, uh, Homeland Security, HSI, uh, FBI. All those people are being sent out to arrest Jen Shaw. Not that I give a lot of, listen, don't get me wrong. I am not some uh, blinded law enforcement uh, supporter who doesn't believe that they make mistakes. But I just think that when you've got that level of investigation going on, something's going on that you need to take notice of in terms of, you know, there, there might be something to these allegations. It's not like, you know, a crime where, oh, somebody identified you as you know a shoplifter, let's say, right. Oh, I saw her in the store. Well, it's a Meredith remarks. I didn't even mean to analogize it that way, but I do think that mistakes can be made in identifying people for doing crimes. Like, oh, I don't, you know, the wrong person, I identify the wrong person. They've done lots of studies to show yes. that witnesses can misidentify people. But that's not the case here. She was investigated. And can I just talk about Stu Chain? Yeah. What do you want to say about that, Amber? So Stuart Smith had done the plea bargain. So let's read it. Well, okay. He hasn't done the plea bargain yet. So what happened, just to put the facts out there, Amber did a good synopsis, is that both he and Jen Shaw initially pled uh, not guilty. Yeah. Um, he had then reached out to the judge about, I don't know what was going on in the case, but he said, basically his lawyer said he's ready to change his plea. He has now changed his plea to guilty and he made the following statement. And just remember, he is either equal to or second to Jen Shaw. This is not her superior, right? This is her equal colleague, equal co-conspirator or somebody who worked for her. One of the two. And he just, he just said in his statement, I knowingly and intentionally discussed and engaged with other individuals to develop a plan or operation to obtain money by false representation, by offering and inducing individuals, many of who were very, very elderly, Amber. Yes. 50 or over. <laughs> we'll get to that <laughs> in a minute. Uh, to provide money to entities that I and others were involved with. And then it went on to say that um, basically he knew that the, the things were of no value. Yeah. The services were no value to the customers in which they sold these services. Exactly. And And let's just say, guess what, you guys, you're not elderly when you're 50. Everybody else thinks we're elderly, but we're not. I know. That's just ridiculous. So anyway, so we're suspecting that Jen Shaw will will have to change her her belief. If she goes, so her trial set for March 22nd, and it seems very clear to me that Stu, Stu Chain, that's what she called him, I guess, 
He's going to testify against her. What the F is Stu Chain about? I don't know. He's going to get a bit. He wants to make a better deal. So he's going to offer to testify against her for less time. And so I just don't see how she's going to be able to go to, to trial. I don't know. I do think she's doubling down on it because she's got, she's on national television and she wants to, maybe she actually believes I get enough people to support me. It's going to poison the jury pool. Maybe there's something to it. I don't know. I mean, famous people do get off. I would agree that famous people do. Is Jen Shaw really famous? Honestly, I'm being very honest. Who is famous? I don't think Jen Shaw is famous. I agree. But except for this, if you're famous enough that they're making documentaries about you on Hulu, which is a national yeah, streaming service, that's a good point. you have a level of, no, she she, I wouldn't call fame because what does she have to offer? But notoriety. Yeah. Um, Erica Girardi also had a Hulu episode based off yeah. of her stuff. And do you think the same thing applies to her that she's trying to taint the jury pool? No, because she's not crim- criminally investigated. Everybody's forgetting that. That's true. Erica Girardi's getting sued and she's getting sued in civil like bankruptcy. Got it. Jen Shaw committed a crime with victims. Erica Girardi didn't do that. Her husband allegedly did. did that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, All by right. the way, I, I'll stand by my statement that despite the fact I don't like Erica Girardi, I also don't believe that she knew that her husband was doing that. I really don't. Mm. That would be All right. really foolish, which is why it begs the question, how could Jen Shaw be that big of a moron that she's committing wire fraud and money, money laundering, laundering while she's on national television? Yeah. And how it could you have a cult? Boggling. How so, could you have a cult? Right. So look, can we talk about Mary now? Yeah, let's just talk about her. Mary was absolutely bonkers last night. The, honestly, she she is not firing in all cylinders. So First off, she looked horrible when she first got to the house of Cuvée. I like to call it that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was surprised because most most of the cast wear makeup. I don't think she had any makeup on that day. Well, she just looked haggard. She didn't look well. And then um, the, in the next scene on this night's episode, she also, in the morning when she woke up, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's exactly how I look. <laughs> I, I know. But I, got- I also would not be filming on television looking like that. I am not kidding you, you guys. I think that I look equally as horrible as Mary in the morning in that shot uh, and thought to myself, self, there is no way they would be filming me looking like me. No, I actually think Mary, Mary looked better than me in the morning time. But nonetheless, really, Mary, in terms of your outfits? Well, not the outfits. What was she wearing? What was she wearing? That sounds like what? Your mom. No, it sounds like something else. Okay, so you know what? what I was love she wearing and what was on her head. I don't know. I, I she always surprises me with her outfits. And they, then why is she having Whitney make her eggs and, and then, then microwave after they were fried? Because she, she said know. they were dirty. Didn't she say something to the fact that the egg was dirty and she want because she yes Whitney she didn't that. clean herself or something before she made the then egg? Why would you want? Why would you ask her to make the egg, Mary? But yeah. I will say this: I love quote. Mary's quote when she said, I've never seen potential in Jen. I've never seen good in Jen. Well, I agree with that. (laughs) You've never seen, I've seen potential in Jen. Potential for what crime? I think, uh, I think Jen Shaw is a scared, insecure, uh, wounded, sad human being wow you're giving her a whole lot of credit that i wouldn't give her one bit one isn't that interesting i still think she's a a scam artist 
And I still think she, you know, committed horrible fraud and money laundering. And I also get a sense that she is, she has so many layers to her, but when you peel all back the onion layer, she's just a sad, scared, but, damaged person. But Amber, you can say that probably about any. Well, you can almost about, well, you can say it almost about anyone except sociopaths. You don't think she's a sociopath? Well, I kind of do now. Anyway, who cares? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then Mary, let's talk a little bit more about Mary. Oh my. Well, is this she bit her lip accidentally? She was like. eating. It looks like she was eating pita and she bit her lip. That was yeah. weird. Her face looked crazy. Yeah. And she, she did that. She, she has the most interesting facial expressions and eyes. She's real mean to Whitney. I don't She's like that. She's horribly Whitney's mean to trying Whitney. trying to be nice to her. She know. knows. She but was literally horrible to okay, Whitney. You guys, what's this whole, oh, I love you, Mary. Oh, all Mary, all Whitney wants is for you to tell her that you love her, Mary. That was what Meredith said to Mary. Okay, you guys, I believe that one, I don't believe those women love each other. I believe that maybe Heather and uh, Whitney love each other because they're cousins, newfound cousins. But I do not believe the rest of the women love each other. I'll be. I 100% agree with you. There is no love going back and forth on that show with anybody. Yeah, nobody. You you don't even believe believe that they're friends. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that briefly. Who do we think is our actual friends who would do something together if it weren't for the show? Lisa Barlow and Meredith. Agreed. Heather and Whitney. Agreed. Done. Let me think is who are we leaving at? I think that before she was a criminal, Jen and Heather. Okay. Well, because they were in that one episode with those penis things on their heads. Yeah, I do think that they're friends. And I think they can have fun together. Yeah. But you're right. Um, that's it. You're right. I agree. Nobody's friends with Mary and w- or would be friends with Mary. Uh, accordingly, Meredith and Mary are tight. So I don't believe that. No, Meredith. Meredith just met Mary. I know, but it made, you know, was it Lisa Barlow or was it no, Mary? It's Meredith and Mary? Yeah. And Mary and Meredith's ask, acting like she's best friends with Mary. No, you're not. And I don't know. No, you're not Mer- Meredith. We know you're not. We're not stupid. None of us. are. I friends. wish one of them would contact us and set the record straight with us. Who would want to hang out with Mary anyway? She's gross. I, I hate to say it, but the way she acts is so nasty. She's so mean to people. I would say to Mary, if she decided to come onto her show, I would say, Mary, you have to, you have to straighten up because you can't go around doing this. Now, isn't it interesting? They talked up. about, is it interesting when they talked about she's God and she makes like, sometimes she shows up to church. Like there oh, yeah. was that on, was that yeah. on watch what happens well, live. You guys, do you remember the picture that we saw that, that Cameron that, during the Cameron episode? They showed the picture of Jesus looking down and it was Mary in the picture. Like, oh, Mary. And they were saying that used to be her grandmother. And then they changed her face to Mary. Yeah, the church believes Mary's God. And they, I think Lisa Barlow said that. In this yeah, I, wasn't not, it? Wasn't it? Or was it on? It was in the previous for next week. Maybe? I don't know. But I was, it's a, somehow we heard it and we couldn't believe it. Can I ask you a question? How do people, we don't have to answer it, but. I just want to know how people get brainwashed to believe this nonsense. Like if Cameron really did mortgage his house, like Lisa Barlow said, mortgage his house and then give the refi proceeds to Mary in the amount of $300,000, what convinced him that he needed to do that? Like I would never do that for anyone aside from my family members or you. But remember, if if you didn't 
folks. If you didn't watch, watch what happens live afterwards. Meredith addressed that. And do you remember when she said that, remember when they had the party for the Q, the transgender? Yeah. I think it's a house um, in Provo for uh, people who are transgendered. And the guy gave the $1 million donation and Meredith likened the $300,000 donation to Mary's church as a legitimate donation. Okay. Which by the way, let me just totally rebut that immediately by saying somebody who can give a cash gift of a million dollars to a, uh, a charity of a charity that's doing actual, uh, charity work, (laughs) work, right. Versus somebody who is literally having to borrow money against the place that they live in their home, their residence, their abode. And they are, ta- they are borrowing money and giving it. What minister is going to take that? That's the man's house. There's a huge difference. Yeah. Meredith. Meredith Marks. I think oh, you're wrong God. on that one. And it's not about, cause she, when you're brainwashed in a cult, Meredith Marks, you are not giving consensually. Like that's not consent. Right. That's undue influence. That is not consensual. Okay. Not the right word. That sounds kind of sexual, consensual. It's a, it's not, I don't think it's the right word. Really? Yeah. What would you say? If you gave the 300 K to her under duress, under duress. Yeah, that's true. Then it wasn't. I'm looking at consensual. I'm tired. You guys. Okay. had a hard week. So it wasn't, I don't know. Consensual relating to, ah, it's correct. Relating to or involving consent or consensus. And then read the example. Uh, consensual sexual activity. <laughs> well, consensual uh, giving is also a thing. I just want to say. Oh my God. Okay. So let's move on. Uh, can we talk about the um, ice skating outfits? Okay. Can I just say something about it? Strangely, you guys, we watched the greatest show. You guys need to check it out. It's on, I don't know what channel it is, but it's about sports. Uh, oh yeah. Sport, crazy think, sports stuff. I think it was Netflix that it was sports something. Oh, and it was about the, like the top, let's say if they have 10 episodes, the top 10 episodes of sport crime. Yeah. Sport, like shocking sports things. Yeah. And wow. We really described it. Well, shocking sports things. You, guys you should watch it. it. You, talk you should about watch it. it. You look it up, but I'll, I'll but no, they did. It, so they followed the names uh, that was Saleh. Oh yeah. Jamie Saleh. And then I can't remember his name, okay, but the Canadian ice skating duo that during the Olympics got silver instead of gold, they awarded the gold medal to the Russians because the Russians, uh, they got a favorable vote from the French judge. So basically the French judge was bribed to vote with the Eastern voting bloc countries. And thus the Canadians lost and they had a perfect, perfect program and the russians had several mistakes in their program and so it was tragic and it was so in your face fraudulent in their voting and that was such a horrible thing so if you have a chance it's called bad sport it's on uh television and it's awesome you had all that i know you did all the talking because i was looking this up um which by the way you did a really good job of, of that I just want oh, and and, and it's I on Netflix. It's on Netflix. And what was another thing was that Jamie Saleh and David Peltier, 
they they fell in love during that time. No, they were real sweet. Yeah, they were in love. No, 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 no. Not when she became her, his partner. No, they did not. They fell in love as they became ice skating duos. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, but the most important thing to say about that is that uh, Mary and Meredith were attempting to look like actual figure skaters. But let me just say something briefly about the bad sport show. Um, did you mention that it was during the Salt Lake City Salt Lake City Olympics? No. Which, that's the most important thing. Yeah. Salt Lake City Housewives. This was the Salt Lake City Olympics. Oh, gosh. And then Amber. they had the ice skating scene oh, between Meredith and Lisa Barlow and Mary. Can I just say something? That was me? horrible. The whole scene was horrible. Why they wore those outfits was ridiculous. Well, but I think they were having a grand old time. I think Lisa was like, this is fantastic. Well, they want to wear those ice skating outfits. And for what reason? Well, lots of people want to wear out. Like we like to wear golf outfits. That's true. True legend. But I just want to say, I wouldn't want to wear, if you're not an actual, do you know why they wear little outfits like that? In my opinion is because they're working out, you know, yeah, those it's ice skaters. Yeah. It's aerodynamic. Yeah. They're working up, you know, well, I got that. They're working out. Yeah, but I'm saying Amber, but Mary and Meredith and who else? Lisa. Lisa. Are not working out. Well, Lisa looked like she might be, but they were not well, working no, out. No, to Lisa's to Lisa's own report, she never works out. She does yeah. not like to work well, out. Well, Lisa was skating backward, and I give her a lot of credit I do too. for that. Yeah, I can do backwards ice skating. What? Not like you wouldn't say like, oh, look at the pro ice skater, but I can get myself backwards with my one foot that goes like this. I cannot skate one bit. I could barely. My, skate oh, one. nowadays I can't. I used to be able to, and I know my little ankles would go in. We have a friend whose daughter is a figure skater. Yeah, we should learn from good old Emma. Yeah. Hi, Emma. Hi, Emma. I'm not listening. Emma's too young to listen. Oh, but Allie might be. Oh, come come on, be. Allie. Please, please. Um, okay, is there anything else? Oh, the, the raclette? Oh, you guys. Why were they wearing those horse Swiss outfits? I don't It know. was, again, Spirit Halloween uh, Swiss outfits going on there. Yes, it was very Spirit Halloween, and they looked very odd. But I will tell you what, that dinner looked amazing. You guys, I love melted cheese. Yes. And melted cheese on, and they had, they had lobster tail, tri-tip. Amber, do you know why I I would want to have raclette? And this is very important. It's because nobody then could limit what I'm eating. Jenny was kind of a nothing burger. So I agree. I think that Jenny's role is to do some defensive comments for Jen Shaw and say, you're innocent until you're proven guilty. And that's what Dewey said too. Jenny, yeah, you are. You are innocent until proven guilty unless you're unlikable, as we all know. Well, no, unless there's a preponderance of evidence. That wasn't even a malaprop. I don't know what that was. It was was really good. Yeah, it was really good. It was me trying to figure out that word. So I do think Jen was in the, Jenny, excuse me, was in the bus last week. And I kept on going, shut up, Jenny. Shut up, Jenny. There were many times this episode when I was saying out loud, I was thinking it. And then it came out of my mouth. Shut up, Jenny. Because honestly, I don't care that you're defending Jen Shaw. This, this is not for us to defend Jen Shaw. I don't think she's guilty. Sir, she doesn't have, she does not have have a storyline at all. The, the, well, I should say this. She did have very compelling, a couple of very compelling episodes with the sister wives issue. She no, did. That was one segment. I know, but I, but I don't, she doesn't have a storyline past that. Or whatever. Okay. Let's move on to Meredith and, and wrap it up because you want to know what? Meredith is the most important. She ties the whole thing together. I know because she hired the PI. 
Well, okay, first let's just go back to her in the bathtub. I don't want to talk and re-talk about it, but let's just run it all the way through. Okay. She's in the bathtub. Seems like she knows everything that's going on. I'm I'm convinced she knew something in advance. Um, then the women show up. She's she's basically just jumping all over Jen Shaw. Was it this episode that she brought up the shoplifting in her store? She it was. Or was that last episode? No, it was last episode. Okay. Yeah. So she's just got the thing for Jen Shaw. She hates her guts. I don't blame her. But she she her. got the PI not because, because of the text messages. So the so it he, Brooks, well, we didn't know this. Brooks was getting harassed by an unknown texting source. As and that's the other, the other and, and as were the other women. And that's why she hired the PI. Now they didn't conclusively say it was Jen Shaw. But because the vernacular of because was used in all of the texts, and that's a known Jen Shaw, they all thought it was Jen Shaw. Well, I will say this. When I'm trying to, when I want to write out the word, I don't write it out. But when I write because on my text, yeah. I do what everybody else says. It's just BC. So I would agree if you're going to write it out in a specific way like that B, was it B-C-U-Z? Yeah. Then it's most likely the same person, right? And they did it yeah. to everybody. So it's Jen and that was apparently Jen Shaw. Yeah, really, you went out and bought a burner phone, Jen. That Shaw, was the unbelievable part. Nasty text. So wait a sec. One thing I forgot to ask you is: Do you think she's seeing some guy? Oh God, that's a good one. I, listen, how would you get? Why would you get into? So why would you get into a Uber and a half a block later get out? Of the Uber. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to it. And then Lisa Barlow knows something because she didn't say anything because she said, yes. what time was that? Yeah. Lisa Barlow knows something and yeah. she's not saying it yeah. on the show. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me to, I don't why know. Is she, why? It's hard for me to believe she's cheating on Coach Shaw. But on the other hand, what came, just came to my mind just this moment was that he's not home. actually home very much. No. So no. And never surprised me. They, they were almost going to divorce previously. Because she was so, she was acting out because he was always gone. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I, what I don't understand is why that man hasn't filed for divorce yet. By the way, let's just talk about this. This is really important. Uh, yeah. Uh, Erica Girardi, who is being raked over the coals for being married to Tom Girardi, the man who's committing the crimes. Uh, we talked about this earlier. And I think Meredith might have said it as well. Or who said it? It's because we hate women. Uh, why is Coach Shaw, nobody's questioning whether Coach Shaw is involved in it, this this fraudulent activity? That's so true. Yeah, it's just, it is honestly, so true. Why aren't we saying, oh, I bet Coach Shaw knew about it. I bet Coach Shaw was involved. I bet all of that. We're not saying that. And why is it? Because of sexism. It absolutely is true. And I think we should end on that. By the way, yeah. 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 So those people out there can listen, even though they're probably all women. So with women, if you're listening to us, we're going to unite. And you know what I think happens too? There's a lot of internalized sexism and misogyny. And we've got to, we've got to nip that in the bud. Oh, by far, there's a lot of internalized sexism. I agree with that because, you know, going back to this whole issue with the coach shopping, uh, we all know how much he made because he works for the university of Utah. It's public record. 350,000, right? Or 400. I mean, not a small amount of money. Not a small amount of money. But at that, at the same time, he full well knows he can't live off of that the way that they were living, the way that his wife was living, what they, the, where they were living. Apparently, that house in Park City, the first one in, yeah. in uh, the first the season, rental. was yeah, well over twenty thousand dollars a month. Well, guess what? That's his entire salary. So, where what else are they living on? Why didn't he know his wife is committing fraud? I think he did. I'm just gonna say it. 
I think he did because really he's just buying that. Oh, all of this money is just coming in normal from a normal source. Well, yeah. And he's a very educated. Yeah. He's highly educated. He's, he's a, a lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. I think you made a very important point. I think it's the most important point of this entire podcast. All right. So we are wrapping it up. We've, we have raked most people over the coals and I think it's time to say next week is going to be freaking awesome. I cannot wait for it. All right. And on that one, have a great Thanksgiving holiday.